This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. Uh, vision for 2018. Have to have a vision for your life. Have to have something more to look forward to. Vision is not what is right now or what has been. It is something more, something better to look forward to. Don't you know the devil loves to cast his vision in people's lives by getting them to look forward, look backwards or to look around? That's the only vision that he can cast. Now he will try to fearfully get you to... Uh, uh, worry, which is a perversion of the way that this whole thing uh, works, you know. Uh, and he'll just throw little darts at you, you know, little pain here, little pain there, little problem here, little problem there. And then pretty soon you're over at the funeral home making prearrangements for your life because that's the right thing to do. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. In these days, even with health insurance, have you noticed that? You're getting a whole lot less and paying a whole lot more. I'll tell you, there's a, there's, God has a health assurance uh, plan for your life that works every time. It's completely paid for. Amen. Uh, I mean, there's no copay whatsoever. All you have to do is just go in and flash the name of Jesus. Believe in the power uh, uh, of God, uh, and uh, there you go. Amen. Not just be healed, but I mean, He has a divine life plan where... Uh, you know, uh, where sickness and disease can become a thing of the past. Now, I understand that I'm bumping up against, you know, religious things where say, well, now, you know, everybody's got to get sick. Well, you know, I'm sure that you, if that's what you believe, that's what you'll have. Are you listening? But I've tried sick. I don't like it so much. I think well is much better. And the Bible says that Jesus is praying because he bought and paid for it. So he's praying that we'll just simply accept and receive it by believing it. That not only uh, would our body get well, but it would keep well over there in Third John. Said body keep well. Amen. So uh, it, 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 we need to get you to a place where you get well and keep well. You know, even Moses, you know, if, if these people walk to their own funeral under the old covenant, why can't we walk to our own funeral under ours? Moses walked to his own funeral. Aaron walked to his own funeral. Enoch didn't die. He just got caught up and caught away. Amen. So it's all right. Uh, love God and enjoy Him forever. Eight thunders of 2018 is a prophetic word for this house it, it, for all practical purposes. Uh, if you weren't here last week, listen to the podcast. I believe it's on there. Uh, it's a prophetic word uh, for this house, for your and for our lives, my life. And it's a framing of our world with that word. You want to know what we should be looking forward to? Well, let's take number one, uh, kingdom order. It is a transitioning year uh, from and to. A transition is from and to. From and to one of the major transitions that uh, that we can um, purpose and participate in is from this hearing only to the doing of what we hear. See, it's all down to the doing. Hearing is required. Believing what we hear is required. But applying is required. Putting into practice. The this is kingdom order. And the great reward of doing what's required is, number one, we're blessed. 
And number two, which is even uh, uh, multiplied beyond that, not only are we blessed, but we are made into a blessing. We can be a blessing to other people, to God and to other people. Now, order, uh, by simple definition, right out of the dictionary, yours will say the same as mine, in proper position, arrangement of things, everything is in its right place and functioning properly. It is also included in that a state of peace and serenity through observance of the law. That's why we say law and order. Now, we understand, you know, we're not under the law, so to speak, that, is, that, that was given to us, uh, couched in these terms to show us that we could never keep the law. The law of God is fulfilled in Jesus and that these are rules to live by under the rule of God. There are certain things that do not apply to us over there anymore. Now, we have to be careful about what we look at in the scripture that doesn't apply to us anymore. Because Jesus said, I didn't come to do away with it, I simply came to fulfill it. For instance, animal sacrifice does not apply to us anymore because he, Jesus was and is the Lamb of God and his one sacrifice was enough for all time for everybody. But we still had to have a sacrifice. Amen. And Jesus was the fulfillment of the sacrifice that was required for the reward of right standing with God, of access, full access to God, of new life in God. Amen? All right, so you understand that. A state of peace and serenity that comes with the observance of the law or observing the rules to live by uh, under God's rule. Well, very, very simple uh, a very simple way to see that and a simplification for our life. Look at your neighbor and say, you know, life's too complicated already. I don't need church to help me live complicated. A simplification of that would be this. Simply do whatever Jesus says to you to do. Just do what he says. That's how you live under the rule of God. That's how we're ruled by God. That's how his kingdom is in us. And then how his kingdom is through us. Now, I heard the Lord say this. Uh, there's, a, uh, there's a reset. Everybody say reset. And reset simply means to set again. Now, set means to put in a, spe a specified position to place to place something or someone, to put in position, to arrange properly in order for use and for function, to adjust according to a standard, to assign to a particular duty, service, or station, to restore to a proper and normal state when dislocated or broken, and to change the reading of, we would, uh, and that last one would be like to reset a clock. You know, God... Uh, in answer to, how many of you have ever said this in your life? If I had it to do over again, I would, and you dot, dot, dot behind it. Well, wonderful news. You really do get to fill in the blanks. Uh, the word of the Lord today is a reset, a divine order. I heard the Lord say this, a reset is in order here. So the first thing, uh, recognize, realize, even in the natural, there's a reset of the clock, a new year. It offers us, in very practical terms, a do-over again. So, if I had it to do over again, and we do, 
in very practical terms. The calendar is a blank slate that needs to be filled in. And will be, day by day, step by step, little by little. Order is first things first. Priorities determine practices, and, they de- and priorities determine prosperities. It's a matter of priorities. Everybody say priorities. So Matthew, the sixth chapter, I want to read this uh, very familiar scripture. Be careful that you've already, you know, uh, offer God a blank page as far as your training for ruling and reigning. Because that's the church. God offers training for ruling and reigning. Now, poor people ain't interested in anything just what they're going to stick in their mouth for today. But there's a bigger plan. Kingdom includes a bigger plan for your life. It is a kingdom of kings and lords. It's a kingdom of children that uh, rule and reign and under uh, the rule and reign of God. We are his ambassadors. We are his representatives bringing the kingdom, the goodness, the greatness, the glory of God be openly seen. Wherever we are, we're to be fruitful in that. We are to show the increase of that. The increase of his government, the Bible says there shall be no end. Everybody say, he has a government. Amen. And, and, it's, and it is within the framework of the Lord is not voted in every four years. The Lord don't get voted in and voted out. He ever, 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 ever is king of all. Everything. His kingdom is over all. And the government that he has is, is that way. There are decrees and declarations and, and his word rules supreme. What he says, that's how it is. The only reason that it all isn't that way right now is because he's got folks caught in the middle. Of the battle for the hearts and minds and lives of men and women, boys and girls. But there will come a day uh, when uh, the, the options and the opportunities to come under and to submit ourselves to his kingdom willingly will cease. And then everybody, no matter what their state or condition, lost or saved, in the kingdom of his dear son are still under the dominion of darkness. Uh, that's where we'll, that's where the, when the tree is cut down, it will lay right there. Amen. So there's plenty of work to do, isn't there? Say, look at your neighbor and say, it's not just about you. There are people for your life. You're a witness. How you doing? All right, let's uh, go for it. Matter of priorities. This is a great chapter the whole chapter, uh, six chapter, is a great chapter of instruction about priorities and practices. Uh, he starts it out with talking about giving, praying, and fasting. And, and it's a whole thing about first things. Uh, the end, really, sum, it's the summation of the entire chapter. And so he begins to talk about giving, praying, and fasting, first thing. So we're doing that, aren't we, the, the first of the, uh, the first days of this year. It's a secret private requirement for an open public reward. That's what these scriptures teach here. You know, uh, it, I don't mind sowing 21 days, meeting 
a requirement of obedience in 21 days in exchange for 344 days of reaping an open reward of the blessing of God seems like an exceptional, extraordinary deal uh, for me. Now, you know, uh, there, I'm not talking about uh, some religious performance. I'm not talking about, um, you know, somebody placing something on you that you have to do. Uh, but when you have a revelation of these things, there it, it, it bursts and, and feeds, it fuels the fire uh, in our life of a want to, doesn't it? When we understand that we partner with God. He needs somebody to partner with. In giving, we partner with God. In praying, we partner with God. In fasting, we partner with God. We give God the seed He needs to create the harvest that He desires, that we both desire which is what? An advancement. An advantaging for an advancement of the kingdom of God. A reward from God that, that is, is the results of a, of a requirement from God. Uh, and Isaiah is full of the requirement and the reward. Isaiah 58, that's the word that we're working. Did you know the word works if you work it? If you apply that word to your life. Amen. Now some of you are going to eat bologna no matter what. You know, I mean, I ain't going to do without my biscuit now. You know, well, you know, there's more to life than just what we eat. There's more to life than just this physical existence. We are in the kingdom, spiritual people. The reason why you're sitting in church is there's some spirituality about you. Well, listen, if you're going to, if you have to run the race, why not run to win? Why not be the kind of Christian that wins? But if you're going to win, you have to, you have to, quote, you know, abide by the rules or run by the rules or you have to do what's required to win. Sometimes we go, why am I losing? Are you doing what's required to win? Some change needs it. Would you agree that you'd rather have the change of winning from losing? Want to change from losing to winning? Then let's do what's required. Let's give God what he needs to, amen, work with. Because God work, has to have something to work with. The seed of you and I. The seed of our life. Our time. Our attention. Amen. Our obedience. Now, let me oh, drill down a little bit further. Uh, define the word first. I looked it up in the dictionary. You know, first is first. It's before any and all others. It's foremost in rank, order, and importance. It's always at the beginning. First is at the beginning. Now, the scripture here uh, teaches us, let's, let's uh, read down here. It says, uh, but seek, aim at, verse 33, but seek, aim at, and you're, gonna, you're going to actually hit what you're aiming at. That's why we, our aim needs to be accurate. Got to have a vision and not just, you know, pop shooting. What are you doing, shooting? No, are you trying to hit anything? Because if you're not, if you, well, I don't want to hit nothing, then nothing's what you're going to hit. Focused life. Focused. See, what you focus on is what you're going to move towards. But focused attention, focused time. Isn't that right? What if you focused on something consistently, even for 10 minutes a day? By the end of the year, you'd get pretty good at that. It would have a different order than it has right now in your life. Amen. You know, uh, focusing on today 
versus someday. One of the major transitions of our life needs to be from out there from someday I'm going to to today I am. Focus on today. Well, we didn't just think these things out. Listen, it says, but seek, amen, and strive after first of all. Everybody say, first of all. First things first. First means first. His kingdom and his righteousness, his way of doing and being right, and then all these things taken together will be given you besides. All right? Do not worry. Be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will have worries and anxieties of its own sufficient for each day is its own trouble. So is the Lord saying, not someday, but today is how we live out the kingdom. All right? So how, what would this look like? See, I mean, practically, seeking first in a reset, we would set ourselves. There would, we would order anew under God's rule and His reign for our life. But to be trained for ruling and reigning. I, I accept the training. I align myself with God and with what He's offering. There, there would, it would look like in very practical terms a, an interaction with God's Word as a centerpiece in our life. You know, God's Word is taken into our hearts and our mind is to be renewed to God's thoughts and then, and then applied through knowledge and under, that knowledge and understanding that we gain by actually thinking about the Word of God. The Bible talks about meditating on the Word in Joshua 1.8 so in order to see how to do it. You know? And a lot of times people religiously say, that I don't know how to do that. Well, if you know how to worry, you know how to meditate because worry is meditation in reverse. You ever had a, a, a thought interject itself into your life through words, a message, some whatever, a picture came, and all of a sudden, here the worry starts. Isn't that right? Well, it's working now. See, it's trying to come into your life. It's trying to get you to love you know how to do worry well. As simple as, I wonder if I turned the faucet off. I don't know, at this age, sometimes you forget that you did turn the faucets off. So here you are in prayer or trying to do something important. You go, I wonder if I did that. And, and, and if you keep going, you've got to back all the way up and check and make sure. Worry will back you up. But meditation will move you forward. And, wor- and meditation is simply worry in the forward motion. So you already know how, you're built this way. Look at your neighbor and say, man, you are wired. Right. God wired you right. He didn't make no mistake. Amen. All right. When we apply the word, God's word is taken into our hearts. Our mind must be renewed to the word of God. means you're going to have to think about your life. Think about how the word applies to our lives. When we do that, we're, we're fully equipped to successfully live by a higher standard experience the high life that Jesus speaks of. He calls it abundant life, which is absolutely superior in every way, super in quantity and superior in quality. Number two, it would look like this, prayer. Prayer is a two-way invitation. It is an invitation to God into our lives, but it's also God's invitation to us into His life. It is a, it is a drawing near Uh, to God when I pray. I'm inviting God to draw near to me as I draw near to Him. The Scripture teaches that. Jesus said, draw near to God and He will draw near to you. What's near to God? I show God I'm serious. Amen? 
You know, Sandy was riding a school bus, but I had to draw near to her. I remember she was sitting way down front, and I was breaking up with this girl in the back. And, and, and that girl was just acting a fool. And so I got up, you know. I mean, I'll walk out on you if you're going to be a fool. But anyway, uh, I got up. And in one, you know, I set off a whole different set of circumstances, but the message was clear. I walked down that school bus. The thing is moving. Now I'm moving too. I believe in moving. Even in the movement, I believe in movement. I walked down there and there's this little old girl. I had been watching her. I was interested in her. And so I walked down there and I said, excuse me, is anybody sitting there? There weren't nobody sitting there. You know? And she looked up and I sat down. I've been sitting next to her for 40 years. Glory be to God. I'm so glad I made the move. But she, uh, I didn't know if she's interested in me or not, but well, I was interested in her, so I drew near. And when I drew near, she drew near, and the rest is history. Amen. One kiss, all this, you know, children, grandchildren, I mean dogs, cat, out the whole nine yards. Amen. All right. Prayer. Uh, so there would be a reset in, in our interaction with the Word. There'd be a reset in prayer. But also there would be, a, a, this just wonderful reset called worship. Worship is our words and our works. And I believe this. Make everything worship because it is. I'll tell you, everything we do, all that we are, all that we have. You know, when I'm driving in my truck, you know, uh, uh, thankful for, you know, looking out the uh, windshield at all of uh, creation, going to do what I do. I, you know, could have been six feet under, but I'm alive. I am alive, alive. I'm going to live the love of God that He has for my life. But I'm going to worship and appreciate Him and acknowledge Him in every way, shape, and form that I can. Thank God for problems even. Thank God for trouble. This is an opportunity for God to be big, bigger than He's ever been in my life. Thank God that I'm alive and have trouble. In the world, I'm going to have trouble. I'm still in the world. I can still win one. I can still bring somebody else with me. I can still cause and influence of somebody's life to draw nearer to God. I can still hopefully make somebody hungry, be, live an attractive, uh, uh, successful life to where people are interested in the good success. You can have success in the world, but you got sorrow with it. You pay a penalty. There's penalties for withdrawing uh, in the world system. Are you listening? Even your own stuff. But I'm going to tell you what, happiness in God, prosperity in God, wealth in God, of the true riches, there's no sorrow with it. The blessing of the Lord makes rich. It's a life that when people look at, that's one worth living. Amen. It's a good one. It's superior in every way. Quality in every way. Let me uh, close with this. Are you getting anything out of this? we got to hurry. The Passion uh, Translation of this verse of Scripture says this, So above all, First is first, right? Above all, constantly chase after the realm of God's kingdom and the righteousness that proceeds from Him. Just do what He says. Purpose to live a life of obedience. A life of obedience. There are two kinds of people that, that God has in the world. Those that obey and those that disobey. And it isn't a matter of can't. It's always a matter of won't and don't. Those that won't, don't. But those that will, can. Amen. It says that this, then all these less important things will be given to you abundantly. So above all, constantly chase. 
Everybody say constantly. You know, it's one thing to start. It's another thing to become a finisher. That on December the 31st, I am running faster and harder and longer and stronger than I did when I started, when I blew through the gate on January 1st. Because I'm constantly chasing. Amen. I don't like revolving doors. I'd never have got the timing right. It's always banging me or I'm banging into it. I don't like those little revolving doors. They just go in a circle. You wind up where you started from. Yeah. I like the one you open it, you go through it, you slam the thing shut saying, ain't going back there no more. My life's not going to look like that no more. I'm going from and I'm going to. I know where I'm going from, but I know where I'm going to. Didn't say Jesus is the great revolving door. That's the interpretation of the world. That's the interpretation of most of the church. I start good, but then I wind up right back where I started from. I have a good intention, but I put no determination behind of a real decision, so I just have no change in my life. Anyhow, let's, 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 it says uh, refuse to worry about tomorrow, but deal with each New challenge that comes your way one day at a time. I don't have to do the whole year. I'm going to do the whole year. Many, 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 many more years. I've already thrown my words out there. They're working for me 120 years long and strong for Mr. Whitehill. Should the Lord tarry. Now, I don't want to be here one day past he wants me here, but we've already set out there 120 years. Is the maximum measure. Amen. And you know God sometimes say if that ain't enough. You know I mean. I would have done so much more. Because even under the old covenant. They lived 137. All kind of crazy stuff. What could you do with 50 more years Bill? What could you do accomplish. Knowing what you know right now. But now you're going to have to learn how to get well. And keep well. Amen. My life's not going to be focused on trip to the doctors and, you know, shots and pills and stuff like that. Glory be to God. Amen. Don't, don't get mad at me because I like to, uh, you know, go to Dr. Jesus and spend time in his word and find out that he healed all my diseases. That's one of my benefits. He's the God of all flesh. There's nothing too hard for him. The Holy Spirit's working in my physical body because I, my spirit has word to work with. And I'm believing something, you know. I mean, it's cheaper that, you know, it costs me time, absolutely. That I Time at the doctor's and time with the prescription. And it's time release, glory be to God. Are you listening? I have to eat right, sleep right. Are you listening? Exercise. I can't lay on the couch and take one more chady chip and say, Jesus, pass me the orange soda pop. It's so good to be living long and strong. If this is life, I really do want to live that long. You ain't going to live that long. Anyhow. Are you listening? You got to do what you got to do. Take care of you. Anyhow. But we do it one day at a time, don't we? Got one minute left. Can we do this in 60 seconds? You get anything out of today? 
Why don't you stand up with me? We're going to bless you in the name of Jesus. Well, we really already have. He blessed them saying, I hope you'll take these words. These are working words. These words will work for you. If you'll do more than just, you know, be a casual listener and say, what a pretty, uh, a wonderful time we had in church. No, these are words to frame your world by. Bring a different and a more and a better measure. There's a divine reset for your life. Order can come into the chaos and the confusion. You and God working together in this thing. Amen. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.